This is my tribe. 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 tribe. What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. What's up? Yeah. Hey guys, hey guys, hello, 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 hello to everyone. Does it feel good to be back at Tribe Night? Yeah, because we've had, what, two events back-to-back, our Super Bowl party, and then we went over to Winter Jam. Just by a show of hands, if you weren't to either or of those events, can you just raise your hand? Yeah, awesome. So several of you. Yeah, just raise your hand if you were there. That's, that's all I wanted to notice, wanted to see by the room. Yeah, it seemed like several of you went, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, hey again, hey again, guys, hey again, guys, hey again, Maddie. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, but the cool thing about events are sometimes we get invited to them, right? Like at church, you're like, hey, you're invited to come on. Or maybe it's something like um, an invitation to go to a really cool party. Like one of your friends might have like a super cool bash. Like I remember at, uh, when I was in like grade school or junior high, one of the coolest things for me to go to like a really cool party was going to like extreme sports or going to like Sky Zone, because you're like, oh, I can go jump on the trampoline, I can dunk a basketball, because I was standing at about four foot eight, and I was like, I'm never going to be able to do that right now, so I can go do this, have fun with my friends, jump around, jump into the foam pit, and then another cool invitation I had was I could join the basketball team, and maybe you guys had that in junior high, high school, you get an invitation to, hey, come join the basketball team, we'd love to have you, Um, or maybe another one is just to hang out with a new friend, someone you met at school, they're like, hey, I'd love to come hang out at my house, we'll uh, play video games, we'll watch a movie, or maybe even just an invitation to church. It was an invitation to tribe night, and uh, it's just something that made you feel really good, and it made you excited about it because it was something new, and I know when I get invited to something, I get pretty excited because it's something I can look forward to in my week. Um, I remember when I got invited to uh, go on vacation with one of my really good friends in high school. He's like, hey, we're going to go over to, I think we went to Gatlinburg. I, I don't even remember where we were at, actually. It was Gatlinburg, like Kentucky Lake, something like that. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, yeah, we don't go, my family and I don't go on that many vacations. And I was like, yeah, I would love to go with you and your family. And we were boating the whole time. So I got to like water ski, um, we rafted, we fished, we swam. And Yeah, all that stuff was super fun, but what was most exciting was just getting invited because I knew that my friend wanted me there. He loved me enough and cared for me enough that he wanted me to come with him on his family vacation, and that made me feel super, super important in his life. But getting invited to something we're really excited about is so cool, but I think we all know there are some invitations that we probably will never get, like maybe Post Malone was having a huge album release. And he's like, hey, I want you to come with me. Like, we'll probably never get that. Or maybe if Tom Brady is having a Super Bowl party. Like, we'll probably not get that invitation either. Or maybe Will Smith is having this big New Year's Eve bash. Like, the guest list would be so exclusive. I know my name's not going to be on there. 
and yours, if yours is on there, then, then let me be your plus one. Like, I'll go. I'm fun. I'm, I'm funny. I can make friends. Like, tell me how you got on that list because I know it wasn't easy. So, but our point, my point is, our chances are on getting that list, on getting some of those lists of going to Post Malone's parties or Tom Brady's party or, or Will Smith's party, they're, they're pretty slim. We're not cool enough. We're not famous enough. We're not fancy enough to even get invited to a party like that. But when it comes to Christianity, sometimes it feels like the guest list is pretty small. I know we all know how everybody's supposed to be welcomed and included by God, but we always, it always doesn't feel like that's true. It doesn't always feel like that in our hearts. And sometimes we believe we don't belong with God. And sometimes it's because of the choices you made last weekend or the way you spoke to your parents, or maybe it's the things you do in secret that you don't want anyone to know. Or maybe you feel like you don't pray enough, or read enough, or go to church enough, or do maybe enough church events. Like, those things have to count, right? They have to count with God, right? It's like someone, someone has to be counting all the good things you did or the good things you're not doing. Like, to sit at his table, we have to be good. Or we have to have it all together. Or sometimes it doesn't even feel like we're on God's list. It feels like we're far apart. It feels like there's something off. And maybe you haven't thought of that about yourself. But you've definitely thought about other people. Like You haven't thought about yourself because you're like, hey, I do really good. I'm at church. I go to church events. I hang out with my church friends, you know. But some other people... You're like maybe the kid that bullies you or that person you just cannot seem to get along with or that person on your basketball team or soccer team or dance team. Like, you don't think they deserve, deserve an invitation to God's party. Or um, that one rude classmate that always says like extremely mean comments. Or it's that one guy that treats girls really badly. You might feel like they shouldn't be included here at church. And I'm sure you've looked around this room before and thought, really? They're here? They're here at this church? Like, truth be told, if God put us in charge in determining who's in and who's out when it comes to following him, I think we'd struggle to find anybody to include. We might not even include ourselves. And that makes me wonder, is that really the way God wants it to be? In this series, we've been talking about parables, and parables are stories that Jesus told while he was on earth. And through Jesus' parables, we learn truths about God. So in Luke, Luke, Luke was a close friend of Jesus. So not me, Luke, the Luke in the Bible. So Luke, who's a close friend of Jesus, wrote the parable we're going to look at today. So guess what it's about? A party. And so Jesus actually said a lot of things about parties, guest lists, and invitations, And Jesus went to a dinner at a Pharisee's house. And a Pharisee was a religious leader who thought following God meant you had to follow all the rules so closely. So you couldn't break any rules. Like, this, the Pharisees were like those really, really good kids. Like, you're like, I know they don't break rules, and they just make you mad. Because these kind of people would brag and were kind of arrogant that they didn't break any rules. And when they saw you broke the rules, they were like calling you out on it or telling other people about it. So, but they often did this so much And they thought they were following God, but by obeying all these rules, they often miss God. 
they often miss what God was about. So at this dinner, one of the guests brought up the big party that's going to be in God's kingdom when we get to heaven. And in this, Jesus told a parable. In the parable, there's a man who's going to throw a party. And when the time came, every single one of his guests came up with an excuse to not to come. So they were like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys haven't done this, but they were like, oh, yeah, John? Oh, oh, your party's in an hour. Oh, wait, I forgot to ask. Let me ask my mom. Hey, mom, can I go to John's party? John, she said no. Like, and your, John's, your mom's not even at the house right now. Like, you just made that up. Or you're like, oh, yeah, I really want to be there, but I got so much going on. I got so much homework to do. Like, I can't be there. And that's kind of rude, right? And just side note, if someone invites you guys to something, tell the truth why you can't be there. Or tell them you can't come or you're not coming because it's rude when you don't tell someone you're not coming, okay? Because they invited you because they wanted you there. Okay, now back to the sermon. I just wanted to give that little side note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so if I was the guy throwing the party, then I would probably give it up. Like, if all of your guests, the people you sent invitations to, canceled on you, like, I, I would just been upset. I probably would have cried. I'm like, I, I ain't got no friends. They, they don't want to come be here with me. I throw all this party. I got all this food. Like, what, what's happening? But... Instead, the guy that was throwing party, he did something like pretty different, pretty different from even our standards. So in Luke 14, 21, it says, the servant came back and reported this to the master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant, go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And the parable is more than just getting stood up, but it's about the people that God invites to follow him in life. So Jesus was telling the stories to the Pharisees, and in the story, only the important people got invited. In other words, only the religious people, like the Pharisees, got invited to this party. And Jesus was relating this story in the situation that he was actually in. So Jesus was making the story extremely, re- extremely relevant to the situation he was at and in, and with the people he was around, and... Uh, and it was at the party. So in the middle of everyone, he's just telling the story. And he was standing amongst the Pharisees, and they were missing it. They were missing Jesus. They were seeing him, but they were missing him. So I think we do that a lot of times, too. We might be so focused on doing the right thing that we miss God. We might think that all God wants from us is obedience. When the main thing he wants is our hearts and a relationship with and our obedience will follow after that. After we get that relationship with him, after we find out that we are in love with God, in love with Jesus, know that he sacrificed his life for us, then our obedience will follow. So let's go back to the story. And who, who were the other people that came to this party? Who actually showed up? Did you catch who they were? They were the poor, the crippled, the lame. And so back in the story, it says, Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Then the master told the servant, go out to the roads and country lanes and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. So after that, they were, the house was full with the not-so-respectable people. And the servant had to talk people into coming into the party, coming into the house. And they didn't understand why they were there. They just knew they were welcome and that they were wanted, 
and they knew that they didn't belong at a party like that. But no matter how the world saw them, they were included. They were invited to that party. They were welcome. Not only that, they were urged to come. They were wanted. Just like them, you're also invited. You have made God's guest list. Everyone, hear me out here, everyone is invited. And God offers you, right here, there's a stool, but he offers you a seat to the party. No matter who you are, no matter what you have done, no matter what people think of you, you are invited to his party. Don't let people look less than you, less than of you. You are seen so greatly in God's eyes. You are beloved. You are cared for. You are wanted in God's eyes. And that is truly the only person that matters in this life is God. Seeking him out and inviting others to the party with you. But did, did we catch the big part of the story? The party was never full. He kept inviting, kept inviting, kept inviting. And there was space for everyone. He extended the invitation to everyone. And Jesus told, this, told us this parable because he wanted people to be at the dinner to know that his heart was the same. Those invited don't have to be perfect. They don't have to do everything right like the Pharisees did. They just have to show up and have a relationship with him, to love him. At God's party, the invitation is for us all, all of us. We are all called to the invitation, guys. I don't know about you guys. I often feel like I, I'm not worthy to sit at God's table. I'm not worthy for God to love me and care for me because a lot of the bad things I've done, people know about them. My friends know about them. My mom and dad know about them. God certainly knows about them. And it makes me wonder, why would he want me at his table? What have I done that deserves a seat at God's table? It just it doesn't make sense. Me, a broken person. Me, a person who has hurt others. Me, a person who's not great at loving others. And, and I know in my life, and I don't know about yours, I feel like I judge a lot of people a lot of times. I try to compare them to myself. I try to compare them to the people that are great in the church. But we have to remember where they got their start. And most times they got an invite. An invite from someone that didn't really know them that well, but they wanted them somewhere. They knew that the invite meant something. They knew that the invite could ultimately change their life. And, and that's a lot of times that I know I missed when I was in high school, when I was in junior high. I was so exclusive with who I hung out with. I didn't, I didn't like having a big group of friends in junior high and high school because I didn't, want no, I didn't want people to know who I actually was. So I didn't extend the invitation to church a lot of times. And a lot of times I was scared for people to really know me. I didn't want people to know who the true Luke Thompson was because they might not like me. I think a lot of times 
you guys might fear the same. Or maybe, or maybe you guys are like, hey, I, I want to take that next step. I want to know how to invite somebody. I want to be genuine in how I invite them and how I care for them and how I know to be a great friend. And I'm going to push on you to say, hey, talk to a leader about that. Talk to me about that. Because we can push you in the right direction. Be like, hey, here's how you invite. Here's how you care for others. Here's how you love on one another. But in the party, we have to think. <laughs> we, we try to think. I try to think that I have to change how I am a lot of times to be invited. A lot of times God's just saying, come. Just come to me. Arms wide open. Just come to me. Come to my heart. Come sit with me at my table. And I'm here. I'm here waiting with you. Waiting for you. Waiting to love you. Waiting to care for you. And we got to remember, what is he inviting us to? So he's inviting us to an eternity with him in heaven. So eternity, it never stops. Never stops. Keeps going. Keeps going. And it's a place where there's no more death, no more hurt, no more crying, and no more pain. And we have to recognize that his invitation is open for all of us. So it's open for you, me, the friend you don't like, the person who bullies you, the person who is constantly rude to you, the guy that is rude to women. We have to extend that invitation to him because that's what God would do. We see we are all invited, and we see that we are accepted because we see God that sent his son down here for us to live perfectly, to die sacrificially, to be raised victoriously for my and your sins. But all you have to do is say one simple word, yes. You don't have to say it out loud. You can talk to God about it, but you have to accept the invitation. And that's also a perfect time you can talk to a leader. Ask them what it means to accept that invitation. To say, hey, I'm here saying yes. I'm here saying, hey, I, I want to be, have a better relationship. I want to learn how to invite people more. I want to learn how to love people more. Ask a leader about it. Ask how they do it. Ask how they love people well. And when we're there extending the invitation for God's party, be ready to answer some questions. A lot of times I, people ask, why? Why do you follow this God? What, what makes following God so great? I want you to be ready to ask, answer those questions. And guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't always answer those questions that people ask me. But I, but I get to say, hey, get, give me your number. Come to church with me, and we'll learn together. Or, hey, come to tribe night with me, and we'll learn together. Hey, come to my tribe group with me, and we'll learn together. Hey, let's go get lunch together, and I'll, I'll invite my uh, tribe leader and we can just talk about all this. So don't be afraid to extend the invitation because that is one of the most important commandments we have of inviting others to become Christians so we, they can be brothers and sisters in Christ with us. Band, y'all can come back up. In our lives, we sometimes get nervous. We sometimes have trouble pressing on for the next day of, why should I go to church? Why should I love people well? Why should I care that person's hurting me? Because they've hurt me. And we see that they're, the Bible says, once one of our cheeks gets hit, 
we turn the other cheek to them. Is that something you're ready for? I know sometimes I'm not ready for it. When I get hit, I want to attack back. I want to say, you don't deserve to have an invitation. I do, because you hit me. I didn't hit you. Or you attacked me. I didn't attack you. Or the way your words cut deep in me hurt me too bad to love you. Be thinking about how you can extend that invitation. How you can love people well. How you can care for your friends. The people that aren't your friends. Everyone's invited to the table, guys. All you have to do is say yes. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for what you're doing at Tribe. I thank you so much for who you are and the blessing that you have done, the blessings you have done in my life. I thank you for caring and loving for the people so well. I thank you that all we have to do is say yes and we get a seat at your table. I pray that if there are people struggling here with saying yes to you, I pray that they seek out a leader the leader loves them well and cares for them and can answer their questions, Father. I pray that we can be vulnerable with one another. I pray that we have a burden to extend the invitation to your table, Father. I pray we love others well, we care for others well, and we have grace. Thank you. I love you.